Welcome to the Happy, Healthy, Strong podcast. Our goal is to educate and empower listeners on their journey to a happier, healthier, and stronger life with a focus on holistic and natural healing. This podcast is meant for educational purposes only and is not intended as medical advice. Thank you for joining us. Now let's jump right in. Hey everyone, welcome back to another episode of the Happy Healthy Strong podcast. I'm Paige here again with Dr. Alex and today we're going to discuss the conventional medical approach to health issues versus the functional medicine approach to health. So Dr. Alex, what is your take on the conventional medical approach? Yeah, so I think I always like to tell people um, when I talk about the conventional medical approach, or just med- medical system in general, um, I like to, I guess, qualify what I'm going to say about it, meaning I don't want people to think that I'm like a med- medicine hater or a um, conventional medical approach hater. Uh, I think it's amazing. Uh, it's it's extremely good at what it's meant for, what it's supposed to do. Um, it saves people's lives in crisis situations all the time. It relieves suffering all the time. Um, But when you think about what the medical approach is designed to do is it's meant to find how somebody's dysfunction, something not happening right in their body, or um, like we'll get into when we talk about the functional approach, um, if their physiology is overexpressing, we call that pathology or we call that disease starting. So how they find disease is they usually look for signs or symptoms. So how are you feeling? What's the symptom you're feeling? Or they do some sort of a test and they can look at, okay, you have high blood pressure, you have high cholesterol, whatever it is. So those are signs, how you feel, they're the symptoms. The medical approach then is what is that symptom? What is that sign? And then what can we do to treat you so that that sign goes back into what we would say normal ranges where your symptom goes away? So it's mainly about treating signs and symptoms, managing disease processes. So an easy example of that is the blood pressure thing I just mentioned. You go to your doctor, they have a medical assistant come in, they measure your blood pressure and blood pressure's out of range. Most of the time, high blood pressure. So there's rarely any sort of talk about, okay, why maybe your blood pressure is high? What can we do to get that blood pressure down um, there probably is going to be some sort of recommendation of co- you should probably eat less or eat better. You should probably move more. You should probably exercise. That's great advice. You know, most people need to do that. But it's the next step is, okay, this is, especially if it stays, it's, okay, we need to do something to bring this blood pressure down. And this is always, a, a, whether I'm doing a, a talk or I'm just talking to somebody individually, I usually ask people, okay, well, when you go to your doctor, you're typically going when you're sick, right? So then what is the traditional approach, conventional approach to you being sick? And they always say, they give me a drug, right? Mm -hmm. They give me some sort of medication. And those are kind of the two tools that the medical approach has. They have medication. I mean, maybe before that, again, they have testing. They can test you. And then whatever they find on the test, they give you some sort of a pharmaceutical, some sort of a medication. Pharmaceutical um, or a drug that kind of, 
people don't really like to call it that, so they say medicine typically. <laughs> they give me medicine. That sounds nicer than um, sure. drugs. They give you some sort of a medication. Um, if the medication doesn't work, then they typically try a different medication or they try multiple medications. And then if that doesn't work, then potentially there could be some sort of surgical procedure that's necessary. Mm -hmm. So those are mainly the two tools that are used with a conventional medical approach. So philosophy going in, what's the symptom? How can we treat it? And then how do we treat it? Well, we use medication. If the medication doesn't work, then we're typically going to go with some sort of surgical procedure. Mm -hmm. Again, save people's life, lives in crisis situations all the time. Right. Relieve suffering all the time. So it's absolutely necessary. Thank God for it. But when you actually think about health, those two things don't really add health to anybody's body, right? Mm -hmm. Relieving suffering is, is essential. We need it, but it's not adding health to somebody's body. Taking medications are essential in some cases. It's, we need it, but it's never adding health to, to anybody's body. Mm -hmm. So the medical approach, um, again, is, is mainly about treatment. It's about management of disease. It's actually very little about building health and in somebody's body right disease management and control pill for every ill kind of a absolutely thing. yeah absolutely okay so it, it's kind of a, a misnomer to call that health care mm -hmm. right yeah yeah it's so disease care really exactly yep is what's happening it's not necessarily caring for your health unless your health's already went downhill it's trying to kind of um, make you feel a little bit better while your health continues to go downhill mm -hmm. in, in a lot of the situations so so most of our listeners are probably familiar with the medical approach, but can you just give us a tangible example of how a medical um, doctor would look at something versus how you would look at something? Yeah. So um, I'll give you an example of a, a client that I had come in um, very recently. He um, wanted some help with, he, had, he was diagnosed with type 2 diabetes. So not that I treat type 2 diabetes. I'm not a medical doctor. Again, I can't treat anything. Um, but he recognized, okay, there was at one point in my life where I wasn't type 2 diabetic. There was at one point in my life where I wasn't overweight. And he just kind of went through all these symptoms. I didn't have high cholesterol. I didn't have high blood pressure. So if there was one point in my life where I didn't have those things, then I want to figure out how to get back there. And he knew that it was just getting healthier. So when he came to me, um, I kind of took his history. We walked through this assessment form. And um, one of the first things that I seen is he gave me his medication list and he was on about 12 medications. So I just start looking through this list of medications and I'm like, okay, well, what are all these medications for? Obviously he has type two diabetes. So there's medications that come with type two diabetes. And at the, at the time he's on three um, type two diabetes medications. And then if you are type 2 diabetic, um, something that happens before that is you have blood sugar dysregulation and you have what's called insulin resistance. Insulin resistance leads to cholesterol issues. It leads to blood pressure issues. Um, it leads to neurological issues um, or what we call psychological issues like um, anxiety, depression, those type of things. So because he had the insulin resistance, he started to manifest all of those symptoms, right? So the traditional medical approach, again, was to give the medications for the type 2 diabetes. But then because his cholesterol was high, there was also a cholesterol medication. Because his blood pressure was high, there was also a blood pressure medication. 
Um, he had acid reflux, so there's an acid reflux medication. And then again, the anxiety, depression, all those things um, also have medications. So do those medications just fix that one thing and they don't affect your body in any other way? Or do those come yeah. with some, uh, yeah. some side effects? Well, I think everybody knows that, right? <laughs> yeah. Everybody knows no matter what medication you're taking, it's, there's the, what we call the, the normal effect of the medication, what it's supposed to do as far as treating you. But they also have what we call side effects, which again is a misnomer. <laughs> like mm. when you put something in your body, it's just going to have effects, right? right? Some of them may be good. Others are going to be bad. It's not really a side effect. It's what the medication's actually doing. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, that complicates it too. Like when you're on that many medications, um, it's very difficult to know, okay, is it just because you have something wrong with your body that needs to be treated or is it because you're on this actual medication right. um, that's leading to the symptom that you're, that you're experiencing? Yeah. So when you're just trying to treat individual symptoms, you know, with the medications, and not actually figuring out why these symptoms are happening or even treating the cause of why those symptoms are happening, then it just gets really complicated and very difficult to, to ever get anybody, ever get anybody healthier. Mm -hmm. So this person was, you know, on all of these medications and obviously they're coming to me. So it's not like they're experiencing amazing health. <laughs> right. right? Um, he would just continue to go downhill. And you know, so unfortunately on a lot of medications, constantly visiting doctors, you know, constantly getting blood work done, updating, um, medication dosages and all these different things. Mm. And he just was not, not getting any better. So that's kind of an example of, of conventional medicine, right? Now, if he wasn't taking all those medications, he would probably be in a lot worse place, meaning if his blood pressure skyrockets, if his cholesterol is extremely high, if his blood sugar is extremely high, all these things, and now he's closer to actually dying, right? So back to the whole saving somebody's life in crisis situations or relieving suffering, the medications were doing that, but again, it was never adding health to his body. So that's why he was right. never really getting any better. Mm -hmm. And it would just continue to experience more and more mm -hmm. symptoms. Okay. So that's just one example of kind of how Something like a type 2 diabetes, which is a diagnosis, right? That's a disease. If it just gets treated and the person never actually looks at why am I unhealthy and how can I get healthier, that they just manage that disease and they never actually experience health, experience the life, you know, their health potential, yep. you know, the life that we think they should experience. So with that, tell us more about how you would approach that situation as well as just in general, your approach with the functional medicine. Yeah. So in the functional approach, let me back up a little bit. So I came into functional health, functional medicine um, space already being a chiropractor. Mm -hmm. So I came in already totally buying into the chiropractic philosophy. And the basics of chiropractic philosophy is that we believe that the body is self-healing, the body is self-regulating, right? So if there is anything wrong with the body, it's because there's something interfering with the body self-healing, self-regulating. So all we would need to do in chiropractic is find the interference, remove that interference, then the body can heal on its own, right? That's the whole kind of philosophy of, of chiropractic. Mm -hmm. So I came into the functional health approach with that kind of philosophy on health. So in chiropractic, we believe that that's the spine out of alignment, right? The spine, spine being out of alignment stresses your nervous system. When your nervous system's stressed, that's the interference that causes the body not to be able to heal properly. 
well, as just as I was seeing patients and, and adjusting them, taking care of their spine and, and they would, their nervous system would, their spine and nervous system would be healthy. They would still have these health issues. So that I'm like, okay, well there, mu there must be other forms of interferences, right? So I could adjust somebody and they could be, have a perfect spine, but if they're eating sugar all day long, mm -hmm. they're never exercising, they don't sleep, right? They're around toxicity, chemicals all day long. That person's not going to be, not going to be healthy. Okay. Right. So the functional health approach is okay. If they have a health issue, we got to figure out what is the underlying cause to them not being able to, to be healthy, to them, their body not healing. But we also know that there's symptoms that they're experiencing now. So we don't want to ignore those symptoms like medicine doesn't ignore those symptoms, right? They try to treat those symptoms. So we also want to relieve suffering. I don't like to say treat symptoms, but we want to relieve the suffering that they're experiencing, right? So if they have fatigue, which is downstream from whether, whatever underlying cause they have, then we want to help them with, with that fatigue, right? If they have, if their hands and feet are always cold, right? Which is a sign of a thyroid problem. While we're trying to figure out why their thyroid's not working, we also want to help them, you know, with that particular symptom. So if how do you do that? Well, that's a good question. So <laughs> instead of medication, yeah. we typically are trying to use diet and lifestyle or what I call nutrition. Nutrition is supplements. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't matter if you come to me with type 2 diabetes, with a thyroid problem, with um, sex hormone problems, with digestive issues. I'm always giving you some sort of a diet, nutrition, and, and lifestyle plan to help. So again, don't like to use medical language. So I'm not prescribing anything, right? But I, that's basically what I'm doing. Right. You come to me, you're not getting prescribed a medication for your symptom. You're saying, okay, here's the plan that you're going to be on to try to build health in your body, to try to address the underlying cause, build health and, and relieve the suffering that you, that you have going on. So that diet, nutrition, lifestyle plan can really help address the symptoms and the underlying cause at the same time? Yeah. So finding somebody's underlying cause, which in, you know, future shows, we're just going to focus on underlying causes and mm -hmm. what those are. Um, as we're trying to figure that out, again, we don't want to ignore the symptoms. So there, we're going to figure out, okay, what's the, what's the, what is the symptom and then what's the best natural way to support your body to deal with that symptom? So an easy, easy one is somebody not being able to sleep. Maybe it's because they're not, their body can't produce enough melatonin, right? So supporting them with taking melatonin would be a way of relieving that suffering, right? If taking melatonin then allows them to sleep, then that's great. But we would never want to say, oh, just keep taking that and not try to figure out why are you, why are you not producing melatonin properly. Mm -hmm. yep, right? yep. So that would be a, a, an easy example. Mm -hmm. The opposite of that is um, when you're not producing enough melatonin, more than likely it's because you're producing too much cortisol throughout the day, especially later at night, because they kind of work and have an inverse relationship. So if you're producing too much cortisol, then we can take what are called adaptogenic herbs. These are things that help your cortisol levels balance out. So we could take those to support your cortisol levels. But we, again, we would never want to just say, just take these for the rest of your life and not try to figure out, okay, well, why are your cortisol levels high? And what can we do about that to try to lower your cortisol levels naturally? Not by taking something naturally, by just changing something in your lifestyle so that your cortisol levels come back down to normal. Okay. So back to our friend who's on the 12 different medications. Mm -hmm. Are you 
have you seen any progress? How are you approaching that? And yeah. is he able to come off of any of those medications? Yep. So this is a very recent client. So no, he has not. Um, and it, just to remind people, I'm not treating anything, so I don't put anybody on medications, but I'm, I'm also not licensed to take somebody off a of medication. Mm, so sure. if he, as he gets healthier, the need for those medications should reduce. So then hopefully he's working with, you know, his doctor to, to come off those medications. Yeah. And I actually have a, a good relationship with his medical doctor. So I think, you know, eventually this will be something that happens for him and he won't have an issue um, with, with coming off these medications. The progress I would say is, and this is something that I'm sure we'll get into um, in future episodes, and this is where you're, you are going to be very helpful in what we're doing, is with some people, even though they have all of these, so this guy on 12 medications doesn't exercise, doesn't eat well, doesn't sleep well. He actually works a swing shift, so sometimes he's mm, night shift, oh, sometimes hard. he's, yeah, second shift. So there's a lot of stuff in his lifestyle that needs to change. Right. Yeah. But some people are just not don't have the right mindset to change. So I could say, hey, go change. But they're not ready. Right. Yeah. They don't know how to change. They don't know how to eat. They don't even know what is healthy from a nutritional perspective. And even if they did, they're like, OK, well, I don't know where to even go get this food. I don't know how to cook food. Mm -hmm. I don't know how to meal prep. Yeah. So there's all of that stuff that needs to happen, which this is kind of an aside. But <clears throat> excuse me, I think. That's one of the reasons why the, the medical system continues to function the way that it does. Yes. Because I think, especially the individual doctors, they see, okay, this is your lifestyle that led you to where you're at, but most people don't want to change. So when you come to me, I can tell you the change, but you're probably not. So at least I'm going to try to save your life by putting you on some sort of a, a medication. Yeah, right? that's so true. So... I think for us, we're just more willing to dive in and try to help people with the difficult stuff, you right. know, because we're, we know even more so that I guess we just have more trust in the, if the person does change, if they can change that their body's going to be able to heal, you know, their bodies, they're going to be able to actually get healthy. Yeah. And we enjoy helping people learn how to eat and how to cook and all those, all those different things. So, right. Yeah. The progress to get back to his story is. He's ready to change, right? And obviously, he came to me. Yeah. He's ready to change, and he's ready to make small steps, right? So he's telling me that he's walking every day. He's He loves to garden, so he's eating more food out of his garden instead of, you know, eating out and right. ordering things like that. Yeah. And sometimes that just has to, even though he's really far downstream as far as disease process, it, we have to start somewhere, right? So we have to start with, okay, let's get you moving more. Let's start at least thinking about healthier foods yeah. and increasing the amount of healthier foods that we're eating. Um, that's kind of where we're starting with him. So yeah, that's I would say awesome. there's been progress happening. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And in my health coaching training, they actually talked a lot about the, the hopeful revolution of, you know, quote unquote healthcare of like adding health coaches like myself mm -hmm. to a medical doctor's practice. So when a medical doctor does say you need to eat more vegetables, you need to exercise more, a health coach who's partnered with that medical practice could come in and actually like partner with the person and help yeah. them to make those changes. So I know it's starting, like some practices have that. It's yeah. it's becoming a more sure. hopefully widely, you know. Yeah, and that's, a, I would say is a huge step. I don't know. Um, what their kind of vision is, but what my vision would that would be for that yeah. is it's the health coaches practice and the medical doctors are just a part of it 
right. when you need them. That's right? so true. Yeah. <laughs> Instead of it being the medical doctor's practice and yes. hey, let's add this health coach. Right. Would, the other you know, way. That around. would switch around because yeah. we understand that the lifestyle, diet, nutrition, lifestyle is the way to go. Mm-hmm. So let's focus there. And then if somebody does need treatment of, of disease, then now we have this doctor there that's yes. that can be there for that. So, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah a good vision to cast <laughs> yes it is yes it is and i think that's what we're trying to do here right if 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 we can educate people just how to think about their health mm-hmm. instead of i don't think about my health and then i wait until i get sick and then i try to go to a medical doctor right. because my understanding is this is the guy that knows about health so i'm unhealthy so i'm going to go to him and then we've been trained to kind of think okay there is really nothing you can do you just have to take you know, whatever, whatever the medication is, Mm -hmm. if we can get people out of that mindset and get them to understanding that you can be healthy, you just have to make the right choices, right? right? You have to remove the interferences. You have to give the body what it needs, stay away from what it doesn't. Mm -hmm. And then we can be healthy. Yeah. That's the the hope. Yeah. The body really does want to be in homeostasis. As we say, that's how it's designed to be. So it's going to do everything it can to get back. Right. Absolutely. Right. Absolutely. Anything else you want to add on functional? No, okay. I think that's a good start to just helping people understand the functional approach versus the medical approach. And yeah, we'll just kind of dive into specifics in future episodes. Awesome. Well, thank you everyone for joining us. Um, remember to share this podcast with your friends. You can follow us on social media at Happy Healthy Strong Podcast. We hope that this was a blessing to you and we'll talk to you next time. Bye.